Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersosimo. And today, you know you're listening on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? And do you believe that Roger Federer is already back in the realm of the sport of tennis? Do you believe that Anthony or Andre Rublev is destroying anybody in his path, not in a Grand Slam? And do you believe that we have a lot to cover today because we do. Welcome back into this episode. We do have a ton to cover in the realm of ATP 250s, in the realm of ATP 500s, in the realm of ATP Tour. Now let's start at some of the, some of the things that happened um, even prior to last week's episode. I just couldn't get to it because of what we had to cover with the Australian Open. And that is everything that's happened with the ATP 250s right after the Australian Open. And so let's get right down to it. I want to get down to, let's see who I want to talk about first. I want to talk about the champion of the Cordoba Open, which was in Argentina. That was an ATP 250, and that was Juan Manuel Serendolo. Now, remember this name. Remember Serendolo, because there is two of them. He's a 19-year-old from Argentina. He's a qualifier. His first time in this tournament, his main draw debut, and he wins it. And um, pretty convincingly, he played really well. And so that's first tournament I want to get to, the Cordoba Open down in Argentina. He wins that one. Let's move on to uh, Singapore, ATP 250. Uh, that one goes to Alexi Paparin, the Australian. He'll take home that one. Uh, that was his first ever career ATP title. Um, he's just a young pup, too, so that's one to keep your eye on. And then it was really good to see Dave, David Goffin really get back into the realm of things. He's really struggled, I think, over the last year or so. Granted, there hasn't been a whole lot of tennis over the last year, but he has really struggled a little bit during that, and he ended up winning Monty Pellier. So Goffin got back into the winning ways down in France, and he will hope to continue that. This week in Doha. Now we're going to get to Doha in just a little bit. Let's go on to this week, what exactly happened. And let's start in Buenos Aires. Uh, Buenos Aires was won by a guy named Diego Schwartzman. You probably heard of him a lot because he's really good. That's an ATP 250. He ends up winning that one. And he ended up beating the Serendolo, the brother though. Um, the brother is Francisco. Francisco Serendolo, he's 22 um, out of Argentina, and he is his brother. Like, Sorry, I'm just getting to this. This is kind of hard to understand, but him and his brother kind of made breakthrough weeks back-to-back. First off, we had Juan Manuel. He did it in Argentina at the Cordoba Open, and then in Buenos Aires, uh, the Francisco, his brother, makes a big run in Buenos Aires and almost beats uh, Diego Schwartzman. Now, Diego Schwartzman has been playing really well, and I think he's really hard to beat there. So obviously, 6-1, 6-2 in the final. But the San Andolo brothers, keep an eye on them and remember that name, 19 and 22 years old. Those kids got, as some people would say, got something to prove, and they're on their way to prove it. Uh, let's move on to, yeah, he uh, Schwartzman wins that one. ATP Tour, the ATP Tour king right now. I'd have to say, even though the king just returned to Roger Federer, which we're going to get to in just a little bit, 
is got to be Andre Rublev. I mean, Andre Rublev goes on to win Rotterdam, and there were some studs in this tournament. And I say studs, I mean studs. Let me get through exactly who was in this tournament. You had guys like Sitsipas. You had guys like Medvedev. You had all these people playing in this tournament. And who wins this tournament? Rublev. Rublev ended up beats that Froshovitz in the final in fairly convincing fashion. But Rublev was really dominant, actually, through this entire tournament. And uh, Alex de Manure, Kaini Shikori, Tommy Paul, Dafushevich, obviously, David Goffin was in this, uh, Murray, Hachinov, Herkach, Sitsipas, um, all those guys were in this tournament, including Medvedev, and Medvedev went out early. He was the one seed to Lajovic, but uh, Hugo Humper was in this tournament. Um, Vavrinka was in this tournament. He ended up losing to Hachinov. Uh, yeah, there were some really good guys in this tournament, and who Rublev had to beat. He had to, he had to beat Andy Murray, beat him fairly convincingly, and then he had to go on and beat uh, Chardy, uh, beat him in three, then he had to go on to beat Tsitsipas. And I think a lot of people thought this was going to be a really, really good match. So did I. And he ended up beating him 6-3 and then in the tiebreakers, 7-2, 7-6. And Chorich, Borna Chorich, actually played that Fuchovic. And, and Fuchovic, is, he was a qualifier in this tournament. Remember, he had a good win at the Australian Open. I believe he beat Vavrinka at the Australian Open. Don't quote me on that, but I think he believe. He beat Vavrinka. So he's actually playing really well, really, really good tennis right now. And he's some, he's 46 in the world right now. He's 29-year-old from Hungary. But he's another one to really keep his eye on. But he didn't have much chance in the final because he lost in straight sets. 7-6 and 4, and then 6-4. So that's kind of what's going on in the world of tennis right now. I want to maybe chat a little bit about Andre Rublev. Um, Rublev has won... 20 straight matches at ATP 500 events, and this just kind of keeps it going. He said, uh, I feel really happy. It's been a really great week. Um, it's been a great past year and a half. Well, duh. And then he said, we will see if I can keep it going and if I can keep this level of competing of being in the top 10. Now, like I've said about Rublev before in the past, Rublev is really good. I think he just needs that it factor so he can start winning the 1,000s and even the Grand Slams. Now, Andre Rublev is amazing to watch, and he hits the absolute living crap out of the tennis ball. If you watch him, his forehand is electric. He puts everything into every match, and I think that's what gets him in trouble sometimes is how he works so hard for every shot and puts so much effort into every shot. And so I think this is you know, something he's going to have to manage moving forward, and if he wants to you know, make a big run at a you know, ATP Grand Slam or 1,000. Now, another interesting fact is fact is uh, since 2009, the most consecutive ATP 500 wins. And right now, Rublev's at 20, Andy, and he's in third. At two, at number two is Andy Murray with 21 wins. He did that in 2016, 2017. In 2014 to 2016, Roger Federer had 28 wins. So that's, I mean, you're in an elite company. Now, let's look at the last... You know, seven ATP Tour finals um, that Rublev has been in. He was at 2019 Moscow or Moscow. He wins that one. 
2020 Doha wins that one. 2020 Adelaide wins that one. 2020 Hamburg wins that one. 2020 St. Petersburg wins that one. 2020 Vienna wins that one. 2020 Rotterdam wins that one. Seven. Seven. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. Um, the way that he's been playing lately is admirable. And if you haven't watched Andre Rublev play, I highly encourage watching him because he is electric to watch. Um, he's, he's a lot of fun to watch. He's, you know, powerful, which I think is all entertaining to watch. Sometimes it just gets, you know, repetitive of guys hitting the ball, same old, same old. But Andre Rublev is electric to watch, and I highly recommend if you get the chance to watch him, watch him peel the skin off the tennis ball and really drive his forehands into literally every corner and make everybody run. Let's move on to the event that literally everybody's talking about, and that is Doha, the ATP 250 in Doha. And the reason everybody's talking about it, if you haven't heard yet, Roger Federer is making his much-anticipated return to Doha. And let's listen to some quotes that he said earlier this week. He said, at this moment, let's see how the matches go. Let's see how training goes um, with all of the top guys. Um, it's still just a matter of building up and getting stronger, better, fitter, faster and all that stuff. Um, I hope by Wimbledon, I am going to be 100% and then go for, um, and then on the season from then on, the season really starts for me. Uh, everything until then, let's just see how it goes. So he's kind of taking it step by step until he kind of gets to Wimbledon. Uh, if you've had a chance, you should watch some of his practice. It's online. Uh, he looks cool as a cucumber as always, but obviously there's going to be some hiccups in there. Cause you know, Roger doesn't take time off like this very often. And he's only getting older. So um, I, he also says, um, you know, the way that the other two of the big three have been playing lately have been motivating. He says, quote, uh, what Novak and Rafa have done as of late is extraordinary. They are not 25 either. They are able to to back it up. Novak did it again in Australia and Rafa again did it at Roland Garros. They seem to be at their peak, which is great for tennis and is great for the debate. My concern is more on my own game, my own health over the record, over the record, to be honest. So he's talking about he'd rather just be healthy and he's trying to get it really going and it's less competing with them and more competing with itself. It's all good fun to hear. Let's talk a little bit about uh, I want to I want to spill the guts on this one. Um, Roger Federer's outfit. So clean. He's got I'm not one to really promote stuff on this show, but God, he's got these new on running, you know, the brand he has now, on running. I thought he'd break out some Nikes. On running now has tennis shoes. And so now he wears these on running tennis shoes. And I got to tell you, they are smooth. You're going to want a pair. I want a pair, especially after this. Now, I guess that's probably why they pay him $22 million a year. And now they've, you know, started to give him these shoes and help them design his own shoes, which he also did at Nike and just had his own wear. And now he just came out with the RF hats again. So On Running and Uniqlo are really cashing in big on Roger Federer. Or should I say Roger Federer is really cashing in big on them. Uh, big fan of Fed. Big fan of what he's doing with both those brands. And a big fan to see him back in the sport of tennis. Now let's talk about Doha a little bit. Dominic Team's the one seed. Federer's the two seed. Rublev, the three seed, even though he won't get much of a break there. The four seed, Denis Shapovalov. The five seed is going to be, let's check. The five seed's Roberto Batista Agut. The six seed is David Goffin. The seventh seed is Stan Wawrinka. I'd really like to see him do better. Uh, I think he's just really, really struggled lately, and it's been hard to watch. Borna Chorch is the eighth seed. 
comes in there, and some other notable names that are in this. Riley Opelka's in this. Um, Karatsev is in this. Remember Karatsev from the Australian Open? Yeah, keep an eye on Karatsev. He's 45 in the world singles-wise, um, the Russian. Keep an eye on him. Richard Gasquet is in this tournament. And then Taylor Fritz, the American, 33 in the world. He's been playing really well. Uh, John Millman's in this tournament. Uh, Daniel Evans. Daniel Evans and um, Jeremy Charty, they will play into Roger Federer. And then from there, it will, you know, the the f- first-round buys go to the top four seeds. So Chapo, Rublev, Team, Fed. Those get the top four, uh, or the buys in the first round. So we won't see Fed play for a little bit, there's got to be a first-round go. But Doha, definitely something to keep your eye on. And the return of Roger Federer. I mean, it's going to be also all over social media. Some of the things to look forward to, Marcel. Um, I know I probably pronounced that wrong, but my English accent, American accent, doesn't really do a lot of these cities, right? But that's coming up. The notable names in that one. I mean, you got Medvedev as the one seed. You have Sitsipas as the two seed. You have... Um, you know, Hachinov is in this, uh, you're looking at guys like, uh, Nishioka, you got another Sitsipas that's in this one, um, Petro Sitsipas, he's 20 year old, Hugo Umpert's in this, Kaini Shikori, uh, you know, uh, Louis Puy, he's in this tournament, I think I saw Sinner was in this, yep, Yannick Sinner's in this tournament, so that's, uh, another ATP 250 that you're gonna want to keep an eye on that's happening simultaneously to Doha and then you're going to want to look at uh one more Santiago Santiago draw are going to also have some notable names in it you're going to have guys like uh you know Francis Tiafos in this tournament um you know Bino Pierre or Pierre but there's not that many good names um names wise good players obviously but not very big names that you'll probably recognize uh Garin's the one seed in that tournament, but that's also happening. So Santiago, uh, Marcel and Doha, but you're definitely going to want to keep your eye on Doha because that is where Roger Federer is going to be. Doha starts soon. Keep an eye on that this week. Keep an eye on, um, everything else going on in the tennis world. You're, I mean, really the only storyline coming out of this week is going to be Roger Federer. So I encourage you to keep an eye on what Roger Federer does and everything that's going to happen with him. And as far as everything else, Enjoy what you want to. There's going to be a lot of buzz around Roger Federer. If you have a chance, go look at those shoes. I'm going to retweet them here in a second. But whoo! Ah, they're slick. You should take a, you take a look at them. Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you got something you want me to talk about, reach out to me at Jacob Sersosimo. If you want to reach out to Believe at Believe.com or at Believe Podcasts on all social media networks. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Stay safe out there. We're still in this pandemic. It looks like we're going to, you know, See the horizon on the other side soon, we hope. So stay safe, keep your family safe, and check for the return of the Swiss master Roger Federer. He is back in action this week in Doha with his new shoes and his new look. What will he look like after taking almost a year off? Going to be very interesting. And we'll talk about it next week right here on Believe in the ATP Tour. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.